0: What's up people? This episode of The Bold Take is brought to you by Boz Executive Transportation. Boz Executive Transportation provides the best chauffeured service in town at reasonable prices. Boz has sedans, SUVs, vans. He can get you a motor coach bus up to 57 passengers. Um, He provides transportation to the airport, birthdays, weddings, dinners, uh, nights out, charters to concerts. Um, Boz has got you covered for all that stuff. So if you need a ride, give a call to our man Boz um, at 904-887-0763. Or he says you can message him on Twitter. His, his handle is at Jaxboz, J-A-X-B-O-Z, Boz Executive Transportation. Make sure y'all bring that same energy out here next week and the week out. We're going to the... Back Specialist. And we're going to win that bitch. To the bold take, Eric, John, my boys, how's it hanging? What's up, boys? Greetings and salutations. Oh, not everybody all at once. Calm down, boys. Calm down. Jeez, sorry. Uh, So, so we're um, we're here to recap a little bit of Jaguar football. Is that about what we've got on the docket here?
1: Go Jags, baby! Two and three, just like we all predicted.
0: We had a. We had another um, installment in our weird season where we were down two scores and didn't feel like we were out of a football game. So uh, that was that was nice, and then we just proceeded to give up about two more scores, three more scores, and uh, seems like the defense couldn't really stop um, any running back that lined up for the Panthers. Sheesh,
1: really. For uh, real, man. <laughs> I don't the even guy. guy. Yeah, I don't even know the guy who scored the second
0: long one. Never heard of him. Yeah, McCaffrey is a fucking beast. Yeah. Um, that guy was shaking everyone out of their shoes, including me, just trying to watch the game. I felt shook out of my shoes. <laughs> um, it was really entertaining, actually, to watch that guy. Uh, uh,
2: what I do you think guys? think at one point – no, I just think at one point even – I know that one dude scored the touchdown that nobody had ever heard of. But uh, at one point – I turned around and the play was like over and I'm pretty sure that the beer guy had snuck on the field and gotten like 12 yards. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it was that
1: wide open, dude. If, if if you could hit a cutback lane, you were running forever. So
0: my, my guy Fournette would have probably had what 12, 13 yards on the day.
1: Yeah, probably. I mean, <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> no, uh, but hey, I mean, quick hit that—that's two weeks in a row he's been decent. So yeah, maybe true. it's maybe it's a trend. We'll see. I I did get a little bit of
0: uh, pleasure out of turning the keep pounding chant around on the uh, Panthers fans for that one drive where we kind of hit. He broke the long run and then they handed off a few more times, and the keep pounding chant definitely works hard against them if a team is stuffing it down their face. <laughs> not that we not that we did much of it, but a little bit of it
2: god damn that the nfl sucks bro but, <laughs> that, t- t- i just say it, it really does tighten up like the things yeah that people yell it's just it, it is so dang stupid
0: it really
3: like, is
2: <laughs> it's horrible yeah, i started SC- this
0: i started this episode off with it, just so you guys know I had, a, I, had oh, a re- great. I had a recording of it like right before kickoff of when they were doing the keep pounding chant, it's, it's just to display, you know, what what it's like in the in the Panther Stadium for it's the just people. Just
1: so like the people were cool, the way fans were fine, whatever. But like, dude, that's just the lamest shit ever. It's like, so lame. <laughs> I just like what? I, I don't. I don't think I would be there yelling it. Like I hated no. that even on Twitter as a hashtag for like ever for years. I have hated no,
2: it. Yeah, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be. Nope. Nope, 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 yeah nope, I just nope, there's nope. no way uh, nope.
1: like I just don't it's, understand it's not hard it's not exciting like it's just it's it's like all right guys we we need to say something together to show that we like this team yeah, <laughs> you know what it is it's like
2: because it, it, is isn't it like uh ron rivera it's isn't he the one who came up with it or somebody i i forget where like the genesis Probably. Think he's from. he's been
1: the coach
0: for a minute so I think it's um I think it was based on um didn't Thomas Davis have like cancer or something I think it was based on his fight with cancer oh, now like, you gonna go, uh, Now you like go an feel like shit huh? No
1: he had like an ACL injury he never had cancer Yeah he didn't have
0: cancer
2: get out of here Sally trying to like bring cancer into this <sighs> okay. thing Okay all right no, I I don't know. It's just that it, unless that's the only way that I'll feel bad about talking shit about it is if it was like cuz some little kid had cancer or some <laughs> shit but like No, I'm pretty sure I, it is based on something like that or it,
0: or is or maybe just the fact that he was uh that he was that he suffered those all those injuries and and yeah, fought yeah, like, it to come so, back. Yeah.
2: He fought yeah, he no, he he's he's torn 73 ACLs yeah. so um but whatever. It, I I don't know. I I just it's, it is so dumb. It's, yeah. And I wouldn't be on it. Just like I wouldn't I, to this day, it pains me to yell, we are Jaguars. Oh, God. I, I can't do it. I can't do it. I I don't do it. I, don't do it. And... I always say
1: Marshall, and people look at me like I'm nuts. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: It's a, you and Crazy Ronnie from, uh, from the section. Um, Russell Wilson! <laughs> <laughs> he's, been scre- he's been screaming mad hatred towards Jalen Ramsey lately. Yeah, so, I heard it yeah. in Denver. Yeah. At oh, the bar. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. oh,
1: he made the trip. I don't see him, but I know he's here.
2: Shout out, Ronnie! Uh, no keep keep pounding his lame. Uh,
0: overall, all the, the ones the, that all the ones too that you hear, like you know, here we go, Steelers and go pack go. It's like they're all just you know sound like they the came from Disney. Is,
2: okay, well, but here we go, Steelers is fine. Let's go Buffalo. Like right. that's pretty cool. I don't mind that. I agree. Um, I think the problem is, and this is what everyone is running into now a lot of the really kind of low-hanging fruit when it comes to chants or cheers has been taken, right? Like that's why there's 17 colleges that use We Are and then right. we tried to do it as, as with the Jaguars. And that's why I've kind of just embraced Duval because at least it's original, at least it's kind of cool and different and it makes sense and it pisses people off, but it's also like a pride thing. I mean, where's the pride in yelling? Keep pounding. Yeah. Like, what does that have to do with? All right. <laughs> I mean- so
1: I, I went and looked it up, and Solly's kinda right. Um, Sam Mills, oh, their previous linebacker, had you cancer. You hate to hear it. You just hate to hear it. Their previous <laughs> linebacker had cancer, and they drafted Thomas Davis in 2005. And two, di- they drafted him two days after Mills died, and that's
0: where it came from. Hard. I knew it was something to do with cancer. See. Right, I feel a little bit bad, but it's still it's still, it's still lame. Up. That
1: doesn't make it cool, right. it's still... Yeah, up. the the origin of it can be fine, but when they actually <laughs> chant, keep pounding. To an like, away
0: fan who doesn't know the origin story and shows exactly, up, exactly from two thousand five,
1: <laughs> dude, that's fourteen years ago.
0: Yeah, but I guess I get it. Yeah. I get. Yeah,
2: I don't know, man. Maybe they should uh.
1: they should show me a Sam Mills video next time on the video board, so I understand <laughs> what's going on. Uh, can we just talk while we're talking about the game, or
2: what about the experience? I guess we can just kind of lead with that here, Solly. Her. Uh But fans were cool for the most part. I mean, we were giving it back and forth to some people near us. Yep. Uh, night before, you know, we we had that really fun night before party. Shout out to first of all, shout out to the guys from Roaring Riot, Zach and and uh, and, and kind of his whole crew. Super hospitable. Um, were a massive help to us all weekend long with just kind of lining us up with the right places and the right people. Um, and, and just overall, great city, good time. Everybody that I spoke with had a blast. Uh, and, and it was a cool city, cool vibes, cool venues that we were at, all great. Uh, fans inside the stadium weren't even that bad. Most of them were pretty cool. But I just gotta say, man, I've never seen a stadium empty out with such a close game.
0: Yeah, even at, I've, even I've, at the beginning it wasn't like super thick. Like every section had its fill in it, but it was like every section was kind of half empty. It just wasn't all pushed down to the bottom. It's like people were actually sitting in their assigned seats. Yes. But you could see a ton of empties. I actually all over.
1: I, I told Blake that. I said, Blake, if you look at this stadium, it has the same amount of people as our stadium when we're like, yep, no one's here. But our people are just smart enough to go all sit in the middle. Yeah. And it, it <laughs> like does it makes as, the as triangle instead of everyone scattered out. I took right. a picture yeah. at the end of the first quarter, the beginning of the half, and at the end of the third quarter, like probably two minutes left in the third quarter. And it didn't really look that much different throughout. Yeah. so I'm telling you with like – six seven minutes
2: left in the game in the fourth quarter just in our section and and kind of all the sections around us there was just like a mass exodus of people leaving so not even the people who didn't show up yeah but i and i i was giving it to the people who were still there because i I don't know if you guys experienced it but um kind of on our side of the section anytime you'd go down there was this one d-bag in cargo shorts who was like just yelling at everyone where are you going i'm like bro it's it's the second quarter i'm going piss like what do you mean where am i going like like, oh you're leaving oh because you're you're losing you guys leave it already you give it up and i'm like no my god thank you for your concern with my bodily functions but i'll be back and i'm gonna bring a beverage with me and and you know you know who else will be back Gardner Minshew, bitch Um, but like you know so it it was just funny that this guy, like, and I watched him give everybody a hard time as they walked by, if they had Jaguar stuff on, about, oh, where are you going? Oh, you guys suck, you're losing. And so, when people started leaving with five, six minutes left in the game, I'm just like, well, where are you guys going? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that was just, that was weird to me, man. I mean, it, it definitely, uh, yeah, but overall, you know, another good trip, man. I mean, there's great people, and and, uh, you know, I know we can get into talking about the game, but I just kind of wanted to mention that because that, that was a little shocking to me. I, I don't know that I've ever seen that. It's kind of back-to-back weeks, people leaving early. One team was, uh, you know, in both in both but, cases, yeah. the teams were winning. I was going to say, yeah. we
1: were losing until the very end in both of them, and we just didn't get the lead back in the, the most recent one. Yeah, But, yeah, no, I, I used the other stairwell, the stairwell to the left, or the stairway to the left anyway, and I had no issues with, like,
0: Mm-mm. Literally
1: anyone in the stadium.
0: I don't. I don't think a, the only opposing fan I think that even spoke two words to me was um, our man Kyle Doubles. Kyle Doubles' uh, brother was there, and I yeah, guess he was uh... a shithead. If he wasn't <laughs> yeah. his brother, I probably would
1: have got chippy with him, but I just kept stopping. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, don't don't worry. I was
2: getting plenty chippy with him. Yeah. <laughs> I was, like I mean, I, I've known Kyle for a while. Shout out, Kyle. I know he listens. Um, and you know i know his whole family and and i was giving parker shit parker is his brother because yeah. he's from jacksonville yep. but i mean he's lived yeah. in for a long <laughs> yeah. time now yeah. and his dad like his dad is the tailgate master like his dad <laughs> um is the man like just throws the most awesome tailgates the most generous dude in the world and lives and dies with the jags you know lives eats breathes it sleeps <laughs> yep. it um and this dude, I, I just kept yelling, "I'll tell her you're a father. You're a disgrace to your family."
1: <laughs> dude. Like I was giving it to him.
2: But, After uh, every
1: time he'd hit me with a one-liner, which none of them were really good, but when he would, he'd be like, "Bro, bro, 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 I'm from Jacksonville, bro. It's cool, bro." I'm like, "Dude, like, what is the point of this?" Like, <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, we were there. We had Little Cap's first uh, away game. Nice, nice. Um, Yep, yep. And so he had his little cousin there. And, and so his Melissa's got family. That's, you know, a couple of different parts of her family have moved down to the Charlotte area from Syracuse over the years. And one is her cousin. And, uh, so they were there, her, her husband, and then their son, um, who Jackson's really close to. And he's kind of like a quasi Panthers fan <laughs> since they moved there when he was, you know, in elementary school, but his dad's a big Cowboys fan. Don't ask me how. Um, and so like, but the funny thing was, all weekend long, he wanted to wear. Jackson brought a bunch of Jag stuff, so he wore all Jackson's Jag stuff. <laughs> and uh, like three quarters of the way through the game, my man Griffin takes like the Jag hat off and the the Leonard Fournette jersey, yep. and just hands it to Jackson. <laughs> and i just looked at him like he had committed murder what what are you doing my guy this is unacceptable i actually noticed that's so funny yeah i was like you chose to ride with us now and you die with us like that's how this works bad boys for life um but but the the great part was he he started kind of giving me a little lip back and i just pulled up on my phone all the pictures i had of him and jack and i was like don't you he's on instagram too because he's a little older so i was like oh yeah you're gonna be all over instagram and all this jaguar (laughs) stuff i'm gonna tag you in every single one (laughs) of them so all your buddies can see it so yeah Yeah, anyway good times yeah it was fun but yeah back to the not i
0: mean it wasn't well i want to touch on the city too uh they were i mean like cap said everybody was really nice freaking lift drivers were like the nicest lift drivers i've ever seen in my life or experienced in my life um people checking you into hotels Everybody was really nice. Like you said, the Roaring Riot guys, um, you know, they were all very hospitable, and it was it was a cool place.
2: Yeah, they, they face a lot of this stuff we face, um, and I think they actually have it worse. So in some ways, they have it worse. In other ways, they ha- have it a little better than us. And what I mean by that is, and it's funny because I spoke with – I was kind of talking over about three or four shots and several beverages with uh, Zach from the Roaring Riot. We were just kind of shooting the shit. Saturday night and and, you know, where there's a lot of similarities in the sense that, man, Charlotte's full of transplants. Yeah, and I think they actually have it worse than us when it comes to that. Like mm-hmm. nobody is from Charlotte. Like, yeah, I, I would like to see the percentage of people who are like second and third generation people that are from Charlotte. So uh, that's so much of now what they do have more than us is a lot more of a commercial industry base and a lot more money kind of pouring into the city which mm-hmm. you can see that all around there's tons of just development all over the downtown even though it feels like nobody actually lives in the downtown
3: yeah
0: um, it is but there's still there's still shit popping people up are people are still going down there they just don't necessarily yeah. live there i guess yeah
2: yep yep and and so they, that's what I mean. In some ways they got a little better than us. I think overall their, their demographics and their you know, socioeconomically, yeah. there's more money there. So for sure. yeah, the, the, the team has a little bit more to draw from and, and, and things of that nature. But at the same time uh, I would venture to say, man, just as my second time being up there for a game twice now, eight years apart. Right. So uh, just a lot has happened between both fan bases and organizations in eight years and I mean, this is not any shade towards them because again, I got nothing but love for for most of the people up there. I they're not as hardcore as us, bro. Yeah, you could tell. Like, yeah, yeah tell. the fans, uh, you know, the city for the team. Um, it, it's still a little commercialized compared to even what we have down here, which is cool. I mean, I, you know, obviously, I'm
0: I'm proud of the fact that 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 we are who we are. So they have better uh, they clearly have like better numbers and like you said better better socioeconomic situation for their for their city. I think the stadium looked seemed like huge to me, but pound for pound it's yeah, just cuz they, they don't have like bowl. yeah, they don't have like the passion pound for pound, you know what I mean? I don't
2: think so. I don't think so. It, it it's uh it the, the stadium wasn't that loud really at any point. No.
3: Uh
2: and it's a giant bowl, which I don't think, which is a good thing in some ways, like where we were sitting was, was great. It was, it was a fine seat. Yeah. And I've sat, I've sat like 30 yard line there, 15 rows up too. I don't think there's a bad seat in that place just from like a viewing angle. It was a nice, so stadium. that's cool. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, the owner there is already talking about wanting a new one, you know, and, and yeah. wanting to do all that. But uh, yeah, anyway, uh, just kind of some observations from it uh, to fan bases that I guess I'll, I'll, close it with this. I know Dilla wants to jump to the game, but uh, I did tweet a little bit about this kind of right when we got back from the trip and, and I'm just super disappointed, man, in both organizations, in the Jaguars and the Panthers and even in the NFL. But I I, I think it was hard to, expect the NFL to make a huge deal out of that game when you got two teams who are coming off of losing records, right? Uh, They're they're not going to stick that at some prime time spot just because it's the 25th anniversary for two teams that are kind of down near the bottom of popularity in the league. Mm -hmm. They're not just going to do it because it's the 25th anniversary of both teams. So, in my mind, then that's left up to the two teams. But organizations should have done something, right? Right, right. They should have done something, man. And, and, And it just... What a missed opportunity. I, I, I think both organizations struggle for an identity and for just kind of recognizing, oh, it's great. The Jags sent out all these cool little trinkets within the last week. And you know and everybody's pretty happy about the things that they've gotten in the last couple of weeks. And shout out to the Jags for doing something kind of cool. And that's all great. But man, uh just kind of a missed opportunity, especially with it's so close by. Mm-hmm. And 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 so many similarities between the two fan bases, and just the history that we share. Uh, what are the chances that I don't know? Do the math. I guess we play every four years, so for it to fall on a on a prevalent anniversary again, um, yeah. I don't know. I just I just thought it was a, a really big missed opportunity. Uh, so I was glad that we were able to do a little something, but it didn't really materialize into
0: much. So. Yeah, it seems like a couple of um, a couple of stories that could have been told at least from from both of them. So, but yeah, uh, is what it is, I guess. Um, if you guys want to talk about the game, I think we'll have some more a little bit more takes on the stadium itself and the and the um, atmosphere in the jag bag. We got a couple questions. Maybe that might jag address bag. that later. Um, but as far as the game, I guess we want to put the big L is kind of on the defense this week. Eric?
1: Yeah, Two. well, the defense and Andrew Norwell, but anyway, yeah. um, now the defense, man, they just like, <laughs> uh, we. I don't think anyone expected Kyle Allen to, you know, in quotes, beat us. Like, I, I didn't think at any point we had to worry about Kyle Allen. Everyone knew we had to focus on Christian McCaffrey, and if we limited McCaffrey, we were going to be fine. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And before there was 10 minutes off the clock, he's got two touchdowns. Yeah. And it just kind of told you what kind of day it was going to be right there. Shout out to Gardner Minshew for keeping it entertaining. But um, yeah. the defense just got gashed, man. And it was over and over and over. And it's the same damn play. Like, they, they, they literally came out and said that they ran the same <laughs> yeah. play because old Todd Wash can't stop shit, dude. Yeah. But I, I, from the defensive standpoint, I think it's pretty simple. Um, if 99 is getting beat, Marcel Darius is getting beat, it's going to be a long day.
0: Yeah. The, yeah. Kind of,
1: kind of. One thing we touched on early in the year too was
0: the middle of the defense kind of being a little bit of a concern. Yep, right all, up all, all three levels, all three levels. So yeah, um, yeah. I stop. think. Go ahead. Sorry, I was. I was just going to say stopping the run, obviously up up a lot to the middle of the defense. The, the same play yeah. that they kept running.
2: <laughs> Bro, it's awfully hard to win in this league if you can't stop the run. Yeah, you know. Yeah. It, it, I think it was Dilla who, or somebody, tweeted out. Kind of right after the game or the next day, and it's like same thing happened in 2017. Jags went through a period where they couldn't stop the freaking run, yeah. and they traded for Mar- Marcel Darius, and you know that almost like fixed it overnight. Well, oh, what's the solution now? Can they do anything? You know how, how how does how do you turn that around essentially? And and I've been probably the most vocal critic of Todd Walsh amongst all of us. I know none of us are really huge fans. Nobody send sending a Christmas card, but. uh <laughs> I, you know, this really comes down. My problems with Todd Wash are bigger than just this game. It's, it, it, it's like fundamental stuff. It's, it's just, I don't believe that he, I don't believe he's the guy for the job. Right. right. And, and and there's a lot of reasons for that. And I've, I've kind of elaborated on him in the past. So I'm not going to get into that right now. I bring it up because, at a certain point I I've just heard a lot of people kind of trying to defend Todd Wash over time and it's over the last couple of weeks and it's like look if you're a defensive coordinator who you're not out scheming anyone right you're also not adjusting to the scheme that people are or you know the game plan that people are presenting against you and then nobody you can't really point to any players that have gotten like markedly better under his tenure and his regime on that side of the ball. So what are you really giving? Like, what are you really bringing to the table? And when you see guys like miles Jack, who just was rewarded with a large contract. So obviously the people within the organization value him and like him. And, and you see him and the other linebackers that he's supposed to be the leader of uh, chasing their tail in circles on some of these plays Yes, that's not Todd Wash's fault per se because the player's not executing. Mm-hmm. And we don't know, maybe it was a good play call. But at the same time, there is some culpability there to Todd Wash and the defensive staff that their guys just obviously aren't prepared mm-hmm.
3: or
2: aren't getting, you know, are not getting better and are not learning the game. And, and studying the game, I guess, enough to be able to diagnose these things. It's either, especially
0: so, – I was going to say, especially a player that you reward with a contract, that would that – would, you, you would think that would be a player that you've had in your system and you trust that he is doing all those right things right. as far as learning and preparing as well as having the athletic ability and being able to, you know, play and, position. And
1: something more simply than that, if they can't – dude, they couldn't even stop the same damn play. Like they couldn't yeah, right. even learn on the fly, like right in their face, the same play.
0: You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah.
1: And there was – on one of the McCaffrey long runs, I think Miles Jack like, realized they were running the same play again, and he pointed Ronnie Harrison down in the box, and Ronnie Harrison comes down and crashes, and McCaffrey hits one, one cut back, and he's gone. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's like, are they in the sense of two, they don't understand what's going to happen backside if someone comes down? You know what I mean? Just like, do they realize what moving one pawn does to the rest of the pawns? Right. So it's just, it's like Cap said. It's a long long time coming. No one thinks Wash sucks because we've given up some points this year. He just gets out-schemed every single week. And now we have information since there's been five games this year. It looks like if you press the Colts and put, not Colts, the Chiefs, and you play man coverage, you got a shot to beat them. The Jaguars played man coverage 20% of the time. It's the lowest of anyone that's played them this year, and we got beat the worst in a sense of, like, just how free they were and moving the ball and scoring. And it just makes you wonder, like, does the guy even know what's going on or does he just – does he only know the same thing that we've always done, which isn't his defense, you know what I mean?
2: And, I yes, I think you hit the nail on the head with the last part. It's not his defense, just like it wasn't Gus Bradley's defense. And when you sit there and you look at that graphic that somebody put out, I forget who it was. I don't know if it was four or who it was, but – somebody put out the graphic of, right now of the ranking of all of the former legion, legion of boom uh coaching era. tree coaching yeah. tree right that that are now coordinators um in the NFL and it's like seven guys and the only one that is ranked anywhere that's even remotely respectable as far as total you know overall team defense is Robert how do you say his name? Salah? I think Sala. it's Salah,
1: just like the soccer Salah. player. Yeah, but, Robert
2: Salah. Yeah. Um if the you know who's the D C last year and this year out for the forty ers who happens to have what, like seventeen first round picks in yeah. his front seven. Right. So yeah. um but we're not far <laughs> off from
1: that, really, when you think about like all the guys we got up there. It's so, true. We we have uh, just as much money slash picks invested. So Yeah. I agree.
2: Yeah. And so uh, yes, it's it, I think that's a huge part of it. I think the you know the league is a copycat league. People beat that term and that phrase to death. Uh, and once people figure out how to, once people figure out how to play against your scheme and your philosophy, yeah. either and this this is what I touched on at the beginning of the year, which frustrates me about him because I don't think he I don't think he has a grasp of of that. He's not a guy who's going to come. out. He's not a Belichick who's going to come out. He's just going to dictate to you. Today we're taking this guy and this guy out of the game. Yep. Everybody else, good luck beating us. He doesn't have that ability apparently in in his kind of toolbox to sit there and and, and scheme that kind of stuff up on a weekly basis. So right. to me, it, yeah, you're just a guy at that point, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. It, it to me it, it's I got to think that anybody with a defensive background that is considered uh, a, uh, you know, a popular name would salivate at the opportunity to work with some of the chess pieces that you got on that defense, man. Without question. Um, yeah. And it, so it, to just dovetail that, one of the other things you mentioned, Dillo, uh, as far as us not playing man at all really against the Chiefs, and that, uh, lo and behold, it turns out that's what seems to be, you know, kind of is what their kry- kryptonite is at the moment. Uh, there happens to be a cornerback who <laughs> plays for our team who is yeah, pretty vocal about questionable play. about
0: playing for our team. Well, he <laughs> he's a member guy, of our team. He, my guy, he practiced today. He's
2: heard. back. I don't know if heard. you heard that about his back that he's back, but he's back. Um, his back is back. It's back. So. Yeah, I, I think now in fairness to take if we take a step back because I I want to be fair to the Dukes I, I I you know I harp on Todd Wash a lot, uh, I don't think the chi- or I know the Chiefs team that played us Week One that we tried to prepare for and we game plan for yeah. is not the same Chiefs team that just played the Colts. I mean, they're missing you. Tyreek Hill, Sammy yeah. Watkins wasn't playing yesterday. I don't it, you know. I guess, to a degree, you sit there and you say, how do I cover all these weapons if we're playing man? Yeah. Uh, It's a little bit easier when you're playing only against, like, uh, you know, Travis Kelsey and... Me, Cole Harden, uh, Nicole Hardman and what's his name Robinson, who is from Florida. Yeah, so DeMarcus. you know, like that's a little easier, Demarcus Robinson, and them. that's a little bit easier to to step out there and say. Because I saw a lot of people saying, "Oh, you know, the Colts were playing man with their scrub, you know, no name defense guys in the back, you know, in the back mm-hmm. four and the back seven. And it's like, well, yeah, it wasn't Sammy Watkins and Tyreek Hill either. So yeah, um...
1: and we we kind of hate on the Colts because they kind of have some players on their defense.
3: Yeah. They
2: do
1: i uh, do they I mean 'cause hooker wasn't playing I mean, who yeah do they he's have out no are, their they... corners are good, I don't remember their names off the top, one of them's like a undrafted guy, our late round guy who's turned into a really good player, um not a j boy like peak a j boy but you know he's he's a solid, undrafted guy who is giving him good stuff, and I can't remember who the other guys, but if I read his name, you would you would be like yeah he's 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 solid, you know what I mean, yeah, yeah, but like you said, i mean they they played backups and they played man coverage, so if the man coverage is a positive on defense and you're playing backups and it's probably even more of a positive.
2: I just think, man, when you, when you have a bunch of dogs, yeah. like that's what they have, especially when they had Gibson and like, yeah, I don't know why the hell you signed Tayshawn Gibson. Like they did. Like when you got those guys that they just want them, they, that's what they want. They, they want the challenge of manning up with some dudes. Right. Like, how do you not play more of that? Yeah. Like it, it just, I don't know, man. And, you know, as far as the defense as well, to talk about in this game, really back to back games, mm-hmm. the we went into two games thinking, man, these are some offensive lines that are banged up that we should be able to get after. And we can't get pressure with four players right now. We can't like it. It's, it ain't happening,
0: man.
3: Yeah.
2: Um,
0: And that's concerning. It's, it's very, almost
2: as concerning
0: as, as the lack of the run defense. I agree. I think I think big time concerning. I mean, we did get home on Kyle Allen a couple of times, but you almost have to put that on, uh, you know, a rookie quarterback, undrafted rookie quarterback, too, to mm-hmm. a degree.
1: Yeah. yeah. I mean, do you guys know how many sacks we got off, like, off the top of your head? I
0: I think it was just Three. Yeah. I thought it was two. It it was two. three,
1: but it didn't feel like Well, I think, I
0: think Ngakwe got one where Allen was kind of like scrambling forward. He he fell down like just yeah, before the, I, that's true the line too. scrimmage. For sure, so but overall yeah, – wouldn't yeah. even really count that one.
1: And my point, though, isn't that, yeah, we had three. It's It didn't feel like we had three because we besides no. those three times we got home, it didn't feel like we got hardly any pressure.
0: No.
2: Well, and in fairness, too, I guess to that degree, everything works together, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At, 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 with – what what do they say all the time? You got to earn the right to rush the passer. Yeah. That's by stopping the run. And If you don't stop the run, then it
0: it opens up so much more for, for the other team offensively. It's true, so, yeah. Uh, and then, too, you got to cover to be able to get home a lot, too. I mean, yeah. you rush, I cover. Yeah, yeah. I don't know that, that we've had to see. Other than the Denver game
2: where Herndon got abused a little bit, uh, that definitely didn't happen on Sunday. Yeah, Um they didn't have to. <laughs> they
1: didn't have to. DJ Moore beat uh, Boye deep once too, which was unacceptable. I mean, it's third and ten, and they throw one up man to man because, at worst case, it's an arm punt, and Boye just outran the ball. And w- yeah, it's
2: just his ball skills have been pretty booty bad, pretty man. That's here, what I'm dude. saying. Yeah. Like
1: if if they don't throw him the ball like directly, if he has to make a play on the ball, he doesn't seem to do that. Nope. And nope, it, I guess that's why he was undrafted, my guy. Yeah, that was just one of the more frustrating plays because I think that would have been one of those. I, we had just made it like 14-10 or something like that, and it's third and 10, and we give up a long-ass play right before halftime. So, who would have
2: thought? Who would have thought? Yeah. And Calais came out and said it uh, on Monday <laughs> yeah. or Sunday after the game. Like, the the – There is so much confidence in the offense putting up points. It never been more (laughs) confident. This offense, bro, this offense with Leonard Fournette, who is much maligned uh, (laughs) by including ourselves other than Solly, who's who's the president of the team. I don't know. I don't
1: (laughs) know what you're talking about. (laughs) Head over
2: heels. (laughs) You know, this offensive line, which barely played together in the preseason in the first week or two. And the same exact right wide receiver core, other than the addition of all-pro wide receiver Chris Conley. <laughs> Stud. Right? The same guys from last year, for the most part. Yep. <laughs> have come out and just, like, absolutely caused me to walk around with an erection. I was going to say, like,
0: the, all the negativity that we just put this team on blast with about this week, and you still walked away from the game, and you were just like, "Man, that was a good game." It's we amazing. It's, I felt
1: I felt like we had a shot the entire time. It is amazing <laughs> what happens when you have a functioning quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> Literally everything gets better, even if it's yeah. terrible, it's better. It was twenty-one to seven, and I was like, "We'll be back in
0: this game." Uh, yeah, no, no, was, no, I never at one <laughs> like, point
1: was like stressing. I was like, "This is gonna be uh, fun." Garner's gonna sling the ball around a little bit. <laughs> so it's it's just weird, dude. The whole season that as we've you know, made a theme. It's just we're, fucking weird, dude. We're used to
0: our losses being like when we lose and we know we're gonna lose. It's just a pitiful sinking feeling. Yeah, like all oh, this getting game's taken over to the with. woodshed again. Yeah, and this this kind of losing is like kind of entertaining and fun. Right, <laughs> I agree. It's, man,
2: it is so funny because. I, the old adage, like sometimes you got to go through hell to like appreciate the little things uh-huh. or,
0: or just don't to... call Gardner Minshew little. Come on, But, <laughs> but
2: that's, that's where this man, my man's got big hands, you know, he's packing, okay? So height, height doesn't matter. Height doesn't matter. Cap always brings dick um, content. You got to appreciate that's it. That's right. Yeah. yeah I'm do- doing it for my boy Medlin. Shout yeah, out boy. Medlin. Um, so, but it, Sometimes, man, like when you've been through all the bullshit that we've been through, like I, I feel like when the Seahawks found Russell Wilson, they had had some success in the past decade. You yeah. know,
0: mm-hmm. um, they they were a respectable organization. They were, for a they, while. They were they were never to the quite to the depths of us as a franchise. No, nah, man, they yeah. had
1: Sean Alexander getting off. They had Matt yeah. Hasselbeck saying they're going to be in the playoffs and throwing a pick six, like they've had some fun
2: they had some fun right i yeah. mean and, and not to say we didn't have fun for like one brief anomaly of a year yeah. in that six
1: game stretch was fucking great yeah Ooh, I loved That's it. The, <laughs> Was was epic yeah.
2: but even during that we never had this like deep burning sensation cause for belief like in our
0: guts you know what I mean? The, like, like, The having that's, a quarterback cause for belief. We,
2: yes. And and that's what comes from that because, man, we don't know what that's like. Yeah. The last time we had any kind of feeling, revo- like, just even remotely like what we're feeling right now was maybe when we were all, like, 8, 10 years old and Mark right. Dundell was playing. <laughs> and, and what the fuck did we know then? You know right. what I mean? Like, right. So – Think about that, man. That's a long-ass time to not know what this feels like, to not know what a guy who can come out and be efficient and accurate throwing a freaking football. And on top of that, because Gerard was efficient at times. He was pretty accurate. But he didn't see the field,
3: right? Right? Wow.
2: And, and he didn't. He wasn't able to get th- through all of his reads. He's like playing he, he Madden, would...
1: just stares down someone.
2: <laughs> pre- <laughs> that was it.
1: Predetermined.
2: That was it. And you know, he he would throw it to that if that guy, if, you know, he'd make an accurate pass most of the time. Yep. Um, but he would also leave a lot of shit out there on the field. Mm-hmm. You don't feel like Gardner's leaving a ton of stuff out there on the field. Mm-mm. Um, and he's damn exciting to watch. So, so much fun. That's, that's why like, that's the, fe- and it, it's so damn we- I'm convinced now. Okay. I'm convinced the reason why this season is weird. It's not a mystery. It's not some great <laughs> mystery. The reason why it's weird is because the feeling of having a quarterback that is competent and maybe <laughs> even actually good. That's the weird feeling. That's foreign to us. <laughs> that is completely foreign. Yeah, and I am literally as we record this podcast, down on my knees with my hands together in the praying motion, (laughs) begging for this to
0: continue. So, are we ready to go on record that we are not bringing Foles back this year?
2: What is who is we like me personally? I'm not (laughs) bringing
0: him back. Yeah, you personally. Like I'm not gonna allow it, or no. like, the team? You just get, mean like,
1: <laughs> are you asking if I was in charge of the team? If, if I'd you are, back...
0: Doug, if you are Doug Marone, what are you doing? Or oh, right, I guess or all, right, maybe it goes on. over his head. I was gonna say like <laughs> that, that's assuming that Doug Marone has, has the con on that
1: yeah. Okay. Um, for me, you are the power.
0: You are the powers that be for making this decision. With the I boss.
1: uh, I've told a lot of people they've asked me about it. I wouldn't have. I don't have a, a a pick yet. You know what I'm saying? Like I I like don't have my mind made up yet because there's still 4 months of football, not 4 months, 4 games of football left until maybe Foles is even healthy. You know what I'm you saying? You want so you you're not ready to make the
0: declaration yet. You want to see you want to see more use your games that you still have remaining to to judge a little more. Yep,
1: and it's uh, that goes okay. even as far as what do I think about Minshew in terms of being a franchise quarterback? I'm not going to jump on that until we play after week 17. There's yeah. there's way too much left to to watch, and right now I'm enjoying it one game at a time. I I solely drove to to Charlotte. Well, I mean, yeah, it was awesome that my friends were there, but I was I wanted to watch whoa, that motherfucker whoa. play football again. This is this is new. This is we might have to pause the podcast. For a second.
2: That's a little hurtful, isn't it, Solly?
0: It hurts me very, very deeply. I got there before Although, Solly. I didn't even know was Solly was say. going when I went.
1: He commit, he That's did commit true. to the trip long before I did. Long before, <laughs> like three days before. Yeah. I um. mean, he's just so. I I think it would be, even after like the the Chiefs game, when people are like, "Yeah, I mean, he's gonna he's gonna be terrible against Houston." We all know it's gonna happen. And I joked around on the podcast about it happening, but I also was telling people, like, man, we haven't had decent quarterback play in so long. Just enjoy it. See what happens. Like, enjoy the week for what it's worth. So I'm kind of enjoying the run for what it's worth. If he continues to play great, I'm going to keep being obnoxious about him. And if he tapers off, I'll still probably continue to be obnoxious about him. (laughs) And I think what we are seeing for sure is there's a guy playing quarterback, and he's got it between his ears. So if he's got it between his ears, you get his bad rookie game, and maybe that's just what we experienced, you know what I mean? He could have had a couple picks, but that was kind of like do or die throwing the ball out of the end zone on third and ten, you know, with a minute left. But I'm just just enjoying it wholly. So when it comes to what I go to Foles, I mean, I just no, you're you're.
0: We'll keep it at incomplete.
1: You don't know. Yeah, you want, I don't know. You,
0: you're going to use your four more games or however many yep, more games before of I, before you make your call. Mm-hmm. I think that's sensible. Yeah, that's
1: where I I, that's, that's where I stand on it. I think that's fair. Uh,
2: I think that no matter how you look at it, the way that we should all probably be looking at it, right? Dylan makes a good point. Everybody's quick to rush. I mean, it's it's good content, right? To to write about it or to talk about it and get people fired up because people are going to take a stand where we're one way or another. And that's what, that's how, you know, you, you have a good talking point, right? right. That people are feeling fiery and passionate about both sides. Yeah. But with that said, I think the take that we should all have, which kind of uh, piggybacks off of what Dilla just said to a degree is that enjoy this because even if Minshew tapers off a little bit and they do have cause to maybe go back to foals for a while this quarterback position is so much better than anything we've had in the past decade Mm -hmm. you know what i mean 100 so I, i i think we he has shown me enough and so now that i've said that he's shown me enough that i think there is so much there to work with yeah, so much there, and I'm knocking on wood as I say it because I, I I still can't believe that you know I'm allowed to have nice things. Yeah. Um, but I think he he puts the. I'll put it this way: I go into every week saying, if this motherfucker turns around and he even looks remotely like he did last week and the week before, then dang, we're cooking with you know we're cooking with gas here. Like mm-hmm. we, we're we're we've got we've got something right. So, mm-hmm. I think I now if he plays well for the next four games and we win two of them or even one of them but he's still playing pretty well Mm -hmm. here's what as the organization to kind of answer that part of the question I would be worried about is Gardner Minshew win or lose play really well or play kind of mediocre he's got it
0: yep he has it and by it, i mean the thing that people want to follow like, there's thousands of people on the internet on twitter that have him as
1: their avatar right now not even jack nobody's it, nobody's not, ever nobody's know, ever had Nick Foles as their fucking avatar
2: no <laughs> and, and i'm not i'm not just talking about like the it as far as like marketability and likability and all that i'm talking about the type of it that that that's the dude like that's the dude right yep. that's the motherfucker who walks in the huddle and everybody believes. Why do you think that offense yeah. is playing so well right now, man? Mm-hmm. I, I'm not convinced that if Nick Foles was there, they'd be playing as well, number one. Number two, the way the offensive line has been playing at times, I think Nick Foles might have been re-hurt again if he was still playing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm serious. No, for yeah, sure. I agree. Would, no, I agree. That would be a worry about Foles coming back too soon, too, for me. Yeah. Um. So, that's what I would be – I mean, they got some good – Fix that defensive side of the ball. They've got some good mojo going on the offensive side, man. And it, listen, it ain't because of Leonard Fournette. Right. No, it ain't because of Brandon <laughs> Linder. No, it ain't even because of DJ Chark. Shout out to DJ
1: Chark. He's fucking balling. Yes,
2: he is the next AJ Green. Like he's wrong. legit, legit, <laughs> legit, legit, legit. Yeah, he's. But been- that's
1: that, that's my point. It's
2: like so so because if if you lose that mojo because you make a switch,
0: yeah. Yeah. Then
2: what do you have? Because the defense ain't Saxonville, man. Mm-hmm. They're Laxonville right now. You're yeah. going to have some
0: pissed off
1: fucking fans. Yeah, and, and Colias didn't make that comment about being confident in the offense because he thinks Gardner needs a boost or a slap on the ass. He genuinely believes it. You know what I mean? Fuck
2: yeah, just like we all believe it, man. They feel it. It's energy. Yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. That's sports. It's energy.
1: Yeah. I mean, dude, Gardner, He. I don't know if you guys saw the one play. It was like third down and they didn't complete it, and he ended up getting uh, – hit with a they like hit him and we got a penalty he was psyched dude like i don't think i've ever seen him play like that just like like let's go like shaking his arms like and the the defense was on the sideline reacting to it even though they couldn't stop anything um it's just cool to see he's he's got that like you said the it factor he's a total gamer when you're watching monday night football and russell wilson makes that outrageous scramble around throw it up touchdown pass like gardner's doing the same shit man and it's so is, much fun to watch.
2: He is so accurate,
1: <laughs>
2: and it, he he's smart and he's accurate. So I don't know. Like I'm trying. Believe me, guys, I'm trying to dig deep for reasons not to believe in the dude because that's just like what we're supposed to do because we're Jaguar fans <laughs> and. And, but I, when I look at the boxes that I've just been praying to the football gods about, like, like that I want checked in a quarterback, this dude's checking them right now, man. And I don't know if the type of attributes and abilities that he's showing are things that are just going to one day turn around and, like, not be there. Yeah. Exactly.
3: Yeah. You know,
2: I mean, even Mike, Mike Leach is talking about, you know, yeah. Listen, you guys all missed on this dude. Like I tried telling people, he's got, the, he's got some like Mike Leach who, who knows offensive ball. I mean, call his offense gimmicky, call it whatever you want to call it. But like, he understands ball and for him to say this cat is something special. And here is why he has pocket presence. Like I've never seen before. And when you go back and watch watch the Kasala, you gotta you gotta go read that thing by Danny Kelly from the Ringer, okay? Yeah. Where, for where sure. was, and look at the little clips, the gifts that they put together in that article. His footwork in the pocket, and it can it, it reminds me of a Drew Brees a little bit because sometimes Drew Brees can look jittery, right? But no matter which way he's going, he a even if either he he's manipulating the pocket or if the pocket is being pushed onto him and he's being forced to move either way. when he's moving his feet, he's moving them with purpose and he sets them. He yeah. sets them yeah. like, and he's a, he's able, like it's it just, there's shit you can't teach, man. And and when I look at the, the replays and, and, and the videos and the slow motion, there's a lot of it there. And so that would be my worry. That would be my worry with Nick. Cause I kind of feel like we know who Nick Foles is and we don't know yet. What Gardner Minshew's ceiling is? Mm-hmm. No, you know. I,
0: I mean I agree. At the very least, I mean it's October eighth right now.
1: It, it's on the on
0: uh, October ninth right now. On August ninth, I mean we didn't know what we had, and now we, at the very least, even if Foles comes back this year, if Minshew, you know, doesn't quite perform up to the standards that he has these first few games. You've got a guy that you're keeping on this roster for four years, like, period. He's, for as long as you've got him under contract. Yeah, without question. Discussion. He's not going and anywhere. And that's at the very, very, very minimum.
2: Uh, the more I think about this stuff, guys, like, like Nick Foles, would you agree, yes or no, is a high-variance quarterback? Like, uh,
1: yes. Yeah, dude, his accuracy was, like, slightly better than Bortles.
2: Right. Yeah. So, what do you set yourself up for as an organization? Say we go two and two in the next four games, okay? Hell, say we go one and three, whatever, two and two, one and three. Because arguably, if we go one and three, the season's fucking over. So why bring Nick Foles back? Let the rookie play. Yeah. Right? So, what, do, like, you could potentially be setting yourself, if, if, if we go 500, just for argument's sake, and we turn around, and what does that make us? That makes us, uh, what, uh, four, four and, and five? Four and five. Um, season's not completely dead in the water, right? No, no. So, you bring Nick Foles in. What if he struggles?
3: yeah uh,
2: i don't know
0: the answer to then that. how I don't, many things
2: like, but i'm saying you're setting yourself up for something and he's for also
0: he's also not the type of guy who's gonna be like bad enough to where it's like okay you gotta pull this guy right fucking now he's gonna be like midd- been, middling yeah. enough to I where it's know. like he, he might flounder yeah. around out there to your point yeah he might just be mediocre mediocre
2: right and then but then what do you do
0: Right. It just makes it worse because he's just yeah. floundering out there being
1: mediocre while Minshew looked <laughs> like Jesus throwing the football for a few weeks. So I don't know if you guys remember, but after the Chiefs game, I said it was so awesome that even though he got hurt, he got hurt throwing a touchdown. So it gave us all hope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now that's like the worst fucking thing that ever happened. Because <laughs> honestly, if he didn't do that, we'd all be like, yeah, fuck Nick Foles. Who cares? Yeah, like, who it? the hell is that yeah. guy? Yeah, that guy played... You know, ten snaps. But I was thinking too when talking about Foles and Minshew, and like I don't know what it is, it's It's two thousand nineteen now, so in like two thousand forty, when they drop the thirty for thirty, it's going to be like the Jaguars caught a break, and it's going to be yeah. <laughs> and it's going to be about Nick Foles' collarbone, and it's going to but it's going to be about Gardner Minshew and Gattley. That's just like the brightest thing that I've ever thought about. So I had to share.
2: <laughs> that is, uh, uh, I mean. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, it, I'm just glad. I, I guess I'll close it with this. Like, I'm, from my end, like, I'm glad that we're having a conversation like this instead of uh, last season's type conversation that we'd be having, yeah, right? Yeah,
1: right? Yeah. Well, Absolutely. Blake Bortles just threw another pick off the helmet.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: Blake Bortles just uh, missed a wide-open receiver. Yeah, we're, field. We're running wide open. Oh, we
0: should probably put in put somebody else in for him. Who do we have on the bench for us, Johnny? Yeah. Nobody
2: cuz we, uh, we were afraid that cuz we afraid that the free, that even the garbage man at TIA bank would uh, make him look bad. So we 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 never invested in any real competition.
0: Yeah. Yeah. At the at the very least, I think we've got ourselves two quarterbacks more than we had last year, oh, so that's yeah, nice. Without question? <laughs>
2: That's well, and that's that's a that's a nice feeling, and that, that kind of leads into another conversation. I don't know if we really want to get into it tonight. I, th- I know we have plenty of time to talk about this particular issue, uh, or this potential issue, but uh, that kind of leads to. Alfie wrote about it today on Big Cat Country, and, and just around this whole Nick Foles argument is is not just this year, but is the guy back next year, right? right. What does That mean from a salary cap implication standpoint what does that mean from uh just kind of every angle and that's something we can talk about as as we go on there but that's that's another interesting kind of play because if yes we're sitting here talking about how we have two quarterbacks and we've never had one Um, (laughs) uh, but at the same time if you do end up going rolling with Minshew at some point either the rest of this year or the beginning of next year then and you want to keep fulls so you have those Great two quarterbacks, and you feel so great about yourself. Well, twenty million dollar backup is uh that's a, that's a <laughs>
0: uncommon. That's,
2: yeah, and that, that could be a difficult <laughs> thing to navigate. So again, Absolutely. we have plenty of time to discuss that. But uh just, just wonder how
0: w- I wonder how one Jalen T. Ramsey would feel about that. <laughs> Who gives a fuck what Jalen feels about that?
2: Fuck Jalen Ramsey. His his fake ass back. Are we gonna talk about that now? Are we can talk about how shotcom Conn- whipped him like his daddy, like. <laughs> just, 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 just bent him over his knee and spanked him. Tell us about it. Uh, I don't know. I, like that's that—that that was the word on the streets, right? You're the delicate.
1: <laughs> I just wanted to hear from you. I thought it was cool.
2: <laughs> I mean, he just uh, I, the word on the streets is what that the 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 back scan from the specialist came back negative.
1: Yeah, it sounds and, like uh, there was not much on there.
2: Yeah, and so uh, sounds like the way that things played out, Shad rolled back to town maybe specifically just to meet with Jalen when he got that news and uh, the word on the streets is what? That it was a quick meeting and next thing we know (laughs) Jalen's back at practice?
1: Apparently Buddy hopped on, Buddy being shod, was pissed off enough that he hopped on his PJ, flew down to Jacksonville, talked to him for 10 minutes and jumped back on his plane and flew to Chicago. Is it true? I don't know. I'm not saying it's true. That's what I uh, mean, you heard from someone else and I wouldn't be shocked if it was true just because as this weird season continues, we know shots already met with the brain trust being the guys in the front office and Tony. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if that's what happened. He's got the money to do whatever the hell he wants.
2: And it plays into what we talked about, man. If, yeah, even even if it didn't happen exactly that way the fact that shot is playing this entire thing the way he is. And again, I know we talked about it last week and week before, and I don't mind talking about it because it is worth talking about, but I'm proud of and happy with the way that shot has handled it. And I think he's handled it like he should have. And like we, we should want him to handle it. Yep. And um, it, it's just one of those things where, you can't let this guy set the precedent when you have so much time. Because if he did, if if you did let him, then any player that had a couple of good seasons that came here would turn around and say, I want out and you're going to trade me. And mm-hmm. you've already allowed that. So uh, touch on real quick, real, real quick, maybe before we, we finish up and head to the Jag bag. Uh, I know a lot of people made a huge deal about the picture with him – You know, being in Houston and you know, his agent, old doorknob looking head ass, um and and Deshaun Watson. What was your guys' take on that? I have a take, but I want to hear
0: my my take is that your um assessment of his agent's head could not have been more spot (laughs) on that man has a doorknob head.
2: Am I right, bro?
0: When you're right, you're right. I I had seen his I had I had seen his little avatar or whatever before, and I I was like, yeah, he kind of has a little bit of a yeah, a little doorknob maybe head. But that picture specifically, I was like, oh, boy, I see the doorknob right there. (laughs) (laughs) Knock, knock, let me in, man. Um,
1: And then my reaction to it just in general was, one, I didn't really care. I tweeted like I cared because that's what I like to do, just to stir up people. But um, <laughs> overall, no, I mean, I don't care, dude. He didn't post the picture. He went to the back specialist who was in Houston. Uh, they shared an Well, he agent, went to the
2: back specialist on Monday, but yeah.
1: I mean, yeah, but, you know, he's got an important game to watch, a division game, <laughs> scout. He was just <laughs> scouting the game for us. Um, yeah, you know, they, yeah, they played yeah. – interestingly enough, they played – I kind of wanted to talk about this when we were talking about Wash. so sorry, but um, they – uh Bob Quinn not Bob Quinn Dan Quinn is uh literally just Todd Wash that doesn't know the tendencies cuz he doesn't get to play him two times a year and Deshaun Watson right. like threw for 6000 yards and 54 touchdowns
0: and I just yeah, I just yeah. thought
1: it was really ironic but yeah overall don't have a true opinion on it I mean the optics of it are terrible there was a reason why his agent posted it I mean he did it to to stir up to stir people up yeah, and that's what absolutely. happened um but and I'm sure Jalen was like, yeah, cool. Like do it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, not that, not that his oh, dude. word that has... definitely can came... he, he might've even came up with that. Yeah. I mean, that, that's him to a T right there. Right. For sure. And if it, if it wasn't, if it was just Mulegetta wanting to do it, like, so be it. Yeah. He's his agent. He can do whatever he wants. Apparently yeah. he literally does whatever he wants if we talk to Jalen's dad, but that's for another day. And um, <laughs> it just, I don't know, man, it, they're stirring it up and that's what they want to do. And, you know, is people are always going to react, and when people react, things happen. So, they probably enjoyed how it played out. I personally don't give a fuck.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: What about you, saw? Same. Yeah, I mean, same. I, I have exact same reaction. I don't
0: care, but it's uh, just and, typical, and I, par for the course shit. It is.
2: It is. And and I just I've kind of accepted guys, and and, and if that makes me kind of angry fan group guy, then whatever. But. I've kind of accepted that I'm just never going to be okay with players on our team that so blatantly don't give a fuck about our history or the fan base and our rivalries. And I get that it's a job to them. I get that really ultimately they don't have to care, Uh, but I'll forever kind of think of it just as disrespectful
1: it's also just, their life
2: I, at the same time. You know what I mean? It's, it's their life, man. But, it, but you know, to me, I, I just look at the ways that other more storied and uh, hyped up fan bases would deal with similar type situations. Yeah. And when I, when, I, when I think of it in that context, I say, you know what, John? Your feelings on this aren't that crazy to think, no, I Fuck agree. This dude for going on a Titans podcast with the biggest douchebag on any division foe. You know what I mean? Screw this guy for being game weekend, for tell, getting up there and looking into the, the lens of that camera and saying, Oh, I care about the fans. I care about Duval. I care about my teammates. And yeah. then taking a picture on a Sunday with, you know, uh, Deshaun Watson while you're in Houston after watching his game while your boys that you care so much about had just played for a back injury that you obviously were faking to a degree and took took a huge L (laughs) yeah took a huge ass L and shout out to the people who are like oh he's going to see a back specialist you know all you people are saying he's faking it dude that back specialist said, you better get your ass back there, because I, I, I I'm I, not vouching for you, my God. Like That's what that back specialist said. And guess what? What have we been saying since the day the Dillico busted that news out about homeboy flying out to the West Coast? Your back ain't hurt, my guy. Even if you're on a PJ, it doesn't matter. Your back ain't that hurt if you're flying all the way out to California on a red eye and flying back after you get some booty like a dealie. Like, your back ain't hurting that much, man. Like. So quit playing games, quit or quit blowing smoke up our ass. Like that's what I feel like. Put this. He is so soft. He's paper soft, man. Put him, put his ass up in, in Philly and see how they eat that dude alive. You know?
1: Yeah, no, he wouldn't make For it. For real. Dude. I mean, just look at the way the one dude treated Nelson Aguilar, like when he was catching kids from a burning building. Yeah. I was catching them, unlike yeah. Nelson Aguilar. You know? Do you think? <laughs> hey, Nelson Aguilar, big like just went up to him, like, hey, homie, like appreciate you doing that. You want to come to a game? Do you think Jalen yeah. would ever do that if someone, no, no, no. If someone sunned Jay- him nationally like that? Never.
2: Jalen would be crying. Absolutely. He'd be crying. He would be a guest appear. He'd have a guest appearance on, on the on Ellen Talvin show. <laughs> yeah, no, on Telvin Smith's freaking <laughs> rambling ass Instagram, bro. <laughs> Only person on earth that I know that gets higher than fucking Dilla is Telvin Smith, man. Like, just be- like... And then, and then there's there's Jalen apparently as his translator, like just like, oh, I'll kill you, bro. Yeah, brother. Yeah, speak on it. Speak on it. Like, fool, what the fuck is he speaking on? It doesn't make any oh, sense.
0: God, nobody knows. <laughs>
2: Kelvin doesn't even know. I don't man. have
1: a I don't have a clue what he's talking about, man. No, like oh, I think it was no, like sorry, allegory of the cave. You just no, I'm joking. I'm not. Like, <laughs> 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 it's getting deep. No, but no, like, just, Cap, yeah. when,
0: when, you were, when you said that and I said it's their life, what I meant by that is like when you're a kid, right, you want to become a professional football player. Like you want to play for an organization, you want to do the right things, and you want to, you know, care about the rivalries and say you care about the fans and stuff like that. Like you want to care about the well being. Like I get that we're all adults and money comes into your life in a big way, no matter who you are. But at the end of the day, it's your life and you want to be like the antagonist in your life, don't you? So, like, You know, kind of rooting for all those ancillary things besides just the money is part of, you know, your everyday reality at the end of the day. So money is money, but your everyday reality is something you can't buy. So make it, you know, you want to make it genuine and legit what it is not. Oh, I'm just here for the money. I show up and bust my ass and probably get CTE because it's my job and I'm going to get a million dollars and millions of dollars. You know what I mean? At the end right. of the day, it's your you're life. Talking, well, you're
2: talking about perspective, man. Yeah.
0: You know? Like, absolutely. you're talking about perspective and, and either you
2: have it or you don't. Either you have the right perspective or you have the wrong one. And mm-hmm. it seems like one, you know, Jalen Q. Ramsey uh, doesn't have a great perspective on things at the moment. And I think that's why he's looking like a little bit of a chump right now. Hard um,
0: You know? Because...
2: That's what will happen when you mess with like billionaire hundred and two hundred million dollar yacht kind of money. Like, and, you mess, and you
0: mess with people that do have the proper perspective on things like that. Right. And that's kind of where that's, that's where my <laughs> you can get in trouble of, with either one.
2: Yes. In my opinion of it comes into that, man. It's like, you look, I go read for those that maybe you don't like what I'm saying right now, go read my timeline over the past year or two. I'm all for paying these dudes. I'm critical of the team when they don't, like with Jan and and situations like that. I'm all for it. I am in no way pro pro Khan, pro-billionaire, pro-massive machine that is the NFL. I got a track record talking, speaking out against that shit, right? But at the same time, all I I expect in return for that support, and I don't mean it as like in a literal sense, like I expect in return, but it's just like at least – while you're here, at least fake some respect for the fans yeah. and, 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 and and kind of their feelings towards the teams that you're playing. You don't have to hate the dudes, but just don't go on a po- – and that – you know, listen, I know that Tad and the people in PR and the front office there, they can't control these young mm. men. Like, I know that. They can't control them. But somebody's got to be in their ear and say, look, you, you, you can't be doing stuff like that, man. You can't be going on that podcast, okay? Mm. Like, to me, that was more egregious. And this may sound freaking crazy to people, but that was more egregious than that article that he did with GQ where he blasted everybody. Yeah, I feel you. Like, that, just me as a fan, personally. I don't expect everybody to agree with that. But like no. that's, you know, what the Titans represent to all of us. Yeah, what the hell, are you kidding me, man? What kind of competitor are you, dude? That team has waxed your ass. Yeah,
0: just got done like, beating the shit out of you for two years straight.
2: Quite literally waxed your ass. Yeah, and you're going on there, oh, with a guy who has gotten up in your grill and made fun of you on the field.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, and, old soft ass Jalen Ramsey. Sorry, I, I'm, I'm done that, with my pain. Shout out to and, uh,
1: Josh Phillips or Jason Phillips or whoever Phillips from Buffalo who just absolutely body bagged Taylor on. All week yes. on Twitter, yeah. But um, yeah. Back to you, Sally.
0: Uh, you made me lose my train of thought a little bit. What was I about to say? Um, Jack, so Kind of one thing that um, <laughs> no, one point I wanted to make on on kind of continuing on what Cap said about how the Titans have absolutely roasted us for the past two years, and then you're going on their podcast is how do you think the other, you know, 52 guys in the locker room feel about that too? Because you got to consider. You know, their, their feelings on it as well. That's your, that's your team. That's your guys. You're all about your guys. You know, they've, they've been on the field getting, getting run over by Derrick Henry too.
2: Well, because Jalen Ramsey don't care about anybody but Jalen Ramsey. And that's why
0: yep. – listen, you, you want to know
2: why I have more respect for a Deion Sanders than I do Jalen Ramsey? Because Deion Sanders spoke truth. Dion said, yeah. I'm about me. <laughs> yeah. You know, Dion. <laughs> Yeah. You know, he walked in with the cell phone. Jalen Ramsey, it, his problem is Jalen Ramsey. Deep down inside, he wants to act like the hardo, but he has to be liked. Yeah, that's the type of person Jalen Ramsey is. He has to be liked, okay? And you can't have it both ways. Either yeah. you got to go full Dion and say, "Hate me or love me, I'm going to get mine," or like, and so that's my issue with Jalen Ramsey is you're going to stand up on that podium and you're going to say, "I care about my teammates, I care about the fans." No, you don't, my guy. You care about yourself, okay? And just say that. And I'll have a lot more respect for you. Just say that. Say, I care about me. I care about getting mine. That's right. Okay? I'm that's what doing this is all me. About.
1: I'm living my friend. <laughs> right now.
2: And so that's really the ultimately that is what <laughs> all of this revolves around is that the dude is just full of shit. Yep.
1: So big old stinky anyway. diaper.
2: Yep. And and I think it's great that his bluff has been called. Old doorknob head ass, don't know what to do now. And now they're like, oh, shit, well, maybe he'll play this weekend. Well, hopefully I, – and, and I hope he does play, and I will cheer for him while he plays. You know? Like, that's, yeah, that's absolutely. the reality of it. Absolutely. That's the reality of
0: it. So, anyway, you want to do the Jag Bag? Yeah, let's head let's head over to the Jag Bag.
1: Hey, you get the bag and fumble it. I get the bag and flip it and tumble it. Straight off the lot, 300 cash, and the car came with a blunt in it. The-
2: Boom. All right. So let's uh let's let's pick a, let's pick a really easy one off the top. This is from uh at runner B. The dude Dino Wren. He hit us with a question. He's a shout out to him. He you know he's I know he's listening and he he hits us up with questions for the Jag Bag every now and then. Yes Um He said, Is there a possibility of a of an Atlanta B C B road trip event? So I'll take this one. Yes, there's yeah. a possibility.
3: <laughs> um, Answer your and, own questions.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there is a possibility we and this is kind of momentum for this is built a little bit over the past few days after uh, Charlotte. I think we all have the road trip bug. It's kind of a new feeling going to a road on a road trip and feeling good about ourselves <laughs> when we leave the game. Um, <laughs> so everybody's kind of feeling that. And uh, so yes, there's a possibility. I don't know what it might entail. It may just entail all of us going up there and saying, Hey, let's meet here and we'll do this. Um, but you know, that is kind of a weird schedule or a date on the schedule, so stay tuned on that one. Um
0: let's see. <sighs> For the record, I I would I'd probably be like a sixty-five percent down to get that one. At this point.
1: You literally told me no no chance in Charlotte.
0: <laughs> no, I'd probably be like sixty-five percent. You know what I'm I told sorry.
1: you you know why I told you no chance? Because
0: I fly out of town the next day to go to New York. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't sure what time my flight was, and I usually pick an early flight. So I was thinking, there's no way I'm doing that. But my flight is at like 11. I see. So, Thank okay. You. So, keep on the road trip <laughs> with
2: a Jag Bag. By the way, I didn't go into this. The Jag Bag is our, for anybody that's new and listening, that's our interactive, one of our interactive segments. Uh, we solicit usually day of when we're recording uh, on Twitter, and we ask you to hashtag Jag Bag. Uh, yes, that does rhyme. Joe and, Fisher, <laughs> yeah. Uh, shout out Joe Fisher, who's the question I'm about to ask didn't, didn't hashtag the gag bag on it, so I had to get in, I to go on him a little bit. But uh, you know, is what it is. Anyway, so stay, you know, interact with us on social media. We love that. It's kind of one of one of the main reasons we're doing this, and uh, so you can hit us with your questions. There really is no question that is too crazy. Yeah. Also, um,
0: let's let's mix in some like questions that are going to elicit funny answers too. Like we're here to joke around too.
2: Yeah, for sure. For sure. We got some of those. Uh, not this one, though.
0: Um, <laughs> Joe's so, never funny, so... <laughs> Ocho, yeah, never, never, never. Ocho, Ocho,
2: Fisho. Just glad that he survived Denver, to be honest. Jesus um, Christ. That's a miracle. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, What is a feasible or not road trip you want to make but haven't done so yet? I mean, so this doesn't even have to be a BCB one. This would just be, like, open to, to
0: all of us here. Oh. I... Go go for it. Well, I was just
1: gonna say, does it have to be a road trip? Like, am I driving? Because if it's more than like Nashville, I'm not driving. I say no no, road trip. I think he just means like Like an away game. No, no, away game. Okay. Um. Probably want to do Lambo. Yeah, that's probably number one on my list.
2: You and Medlin both. (laughs) (laughs) That's a rhyming joke. That was awesome. That was a good
1: one. uh, I think we um. I think we play at Lambo next year, so I'm I'm excited to make that one. I'm sure I'll end up going.
2: We do, we do. I'm already kind of uh researching and trying to figure out how to how to make that one happen for uh for, for a fun trip. So Ooh. uh what about you, Sally?
0: So the current man in me, uh the thirty one year old father, uh, is a little bit scared to say this, but the, uh, the the 23 year old, the 23 year old guy who uh, drank five nights a week when he was in his sixth year in college, um, just just immediately went right to Vegas. Like (laughs) Vegas would be a a pretty dope trip with our group in the future, (laughs) in the future to Vegas. I mean,
1: it's, it's a pretty, it's a pretty soon future, isn't it? Was it two years that they'll be there? Unless it all yeah. falls apart and they end up back in Oakland, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I think they're, they're building the stadium. It's like half built, so
2: hopefully it doesn't fall apart at this point. Because <laughs> um, who the hell wants to go to Oakland in that dump? Uh, yeah. But okay, so for me, Lambo for sure. Bucket list, Dilla. Have you mm-hmm. done Minnesota yet? Yeah. Well,
1: I haven't done the new stadium. yet. Okay. I've I've like been there for like a tour, but I haven't been to a game in the new stadium. I've only been to the Metrodome. Yeah, I've
0: been so, to the Metrodome
2: too. For me, I don't there's not really many like stadiums or uh like kind of games team matchup that I that I haven't been to yet that I really, really want to. Mm-hmm. So it's more about kind of like cities or right. the venue. And so that's why Lambo obviously that's kind of bucket list. Uh Minneapolis, I've never been to. So and that stadium looks awesome too. That's fucking right. So rad. I think that would be fun. Uh Oddly enough, man, I kind of want to do Cincinnati, and I know we could do that this year. I don't think I can
1: swing it. Yeah, that's in two weeks. Uh, I was looking at plane tickets.
2: <laughs> I've, you know, I I've never been there, so that's kind of one of those cities where it's supposed to be kind of a fun city, from what I've heard. Um, so I, I have some interest in that. And then, really, one that I've already done. So this kind of defeats the purpose of the question, but I'd like to do it with like more of my. Not that I didn't go with friends last time, but like kind of like our crew. Of, of buddies most of you guys didn't go to seattle yep. and yeah. i just like to go hang out in seattle with the boys that was um, my second one same
1: here that was yeah. my second to lambo i almost said it but i went with lambo
2: yeah so that's that's it I And mean, when i think about it man i've been to so many so many of them now that it's like yeah yeah it's kind of kind of weird um so all right moving on with the jag bag
1: jack bag, the jag bag. jack bag I think the uh,
0: jack bag, ne- bag needs a little something right there with some zest on it, like the gauntlet has. It does. Oh, you we get, we got a little zest on it? We got to workshop that. We got to on that.
2: Fair enough. Let's put that in the parking lot. Um, yeah. <laughs> what's the best line? This comes from Cass. Shout out to the man Cass. who actually, So Cass lives in New York City, um, and he did Denver and Charlotte. So shout awesome. out to him, man, back to back. That's pretty awesome. He was um, also
0: a, a, a BCV Orlando original. Was Believe he? it or not. Yeah, he's, b- he's bounced around a bit since then. My man gets around. My man gets around. All right, so he's got a good question here, I thought. I, I don't know if
2: I could recall anything right off the top of my head, but um, it, it's a funny one. What's the best line of trash talk you've ever received from an opposing fan at a Jags game? So mm-hmm. I got a
0: take on this. Okay, um, yeah, I'm trying to, I don't know if I can recall any. I have never heard anyone kill us in a away game. I don't think ever. Right, but every away game I go to, my my guy Dillard is killing everybody <laughs> in the stadium. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. there's really nobody that really talks that much clever shit in person. Yeah, and, I uh, and Dillard is one of the few. I so was gonna I say I, the show. i yeah. the show of
1: watching him kill people. <laughs> I was gonna say I don't know if I've ever taken an L in a stadium <laughs> argument you in a sense it. of like, damn, he just <laughs> got my ass. Like I don't think yeah. I've ever gone there. Yeah, yeah. Um I think if we want to kinda of twist the question, I think the most fun or the funniest I've ever um funniest time I've ever had going at someone was the the second draft we went to. I didn't have a voice. Yeah. And <laughs> 'cause I I lost it on the first night and then during the second round. Um Cap, who was it? You were there. It was like Texans fans or Col- Cowboys fans, something. Uh, I think it was Dolphins fans. Was it, it? It was something weird, and they like said yeah. something, and it like I literally, guys, I couldn't talk. I was like whistling. I sounded like Minnie Mouse all day. You <laughs> sounded like a pig. He yeah, like a pig. <laughs> I believe it. Like there was nothing there. <laughs> Old Shaggy Bama Bangs Billy. Yeah, was, that was back in the day. I was like twenty one, twenty two, and I someone said something and it made me so so mad. My voice grew back, and I destroyed him <laughs> to the point where Nick talked about it the rest of the trip. It was just so funny. It was that's that's probably my favorite one.
2: That's great. Yeah, we had a good time too. Uh, some. Some really solid banter. I mean, we were owning the dude, but uh, it, was, it was it was it was a fun time at the Pittsburgh playoff game. Oh, so that was great! Those guys behind yep. us, you remember, like sitting on the railing. Yeah, it was pretty. Fun. Oh shit. Yeah, it's hard. To...
1: I I just Go thought ahead. of another amazing one. Remember the uh, first year I went to the draft with you when that that short dude was in line with the patriots the the green the green Green bay Bay, green bay yeah green bay his friend yeah green bay with the mohawk and he had a mohawk dude yes that was the most fun i think we've ever had when he was like
0: starting to he was like trying to start chance yeah and and like he was just mr hype and we started what landing strip was the big that one was landing strip and the other one was we called her by yeah we (laughs) called
1: him a virgin because um like mbc studio or cbs was across the way and he kept yelling like Flash your tits, flash your... So we all started yelling, Virgin, Virgin. Virgin." And everyone, dude, 32 fan bases came together and called that kid a virgin. And that was funny. Um, I, I started a Johnny Clipboard chant when Manziel was on the Browns. And he yeah. was on the bench. That one was fun. Um, that's kind of like, I. those are more fun than like actually arguing with people when you get like a, a witty chant going yeah, and like it's a bunch band- of people, yeah. like so it's just, band- just band- true comp. Band- yeah, yeah. Just actually like fun to laugh at. That's my favorite stuff. <laughs>
2: I will say, too, like, when you get Dillard and I together. And it can be it – uh, It's bad. Yeah. It's it like Kareem and Magic bad. out there. Oh, bro. I, I don't know if you guys heard me, but I was going at that one – there was a dude at the game this weekend who kept turning around. Uh, he had, like, a Panther's yeah, bucket yeah. hat on, the black dude, and he had the biggest gap between his two front teeth. So, <laughs> like, they were funny because they would turn around, like, all, like, amped up, and then, you know, next thing you know, Minshew's throwing like a dart and we're scoring a comeback touchdown we're only down by like three and you know I, then they wouldn't even look at us at that point so I'm yeah. standing <laughs> on my chair Blake's mom's got video of it I'm standing <laughs> on my chair and I'm like straight hand I want straight hand turn around straight hand where'd all your fans go where's everybody going you're winning like I was going in on the dude right there with my kid, you know, real proud moment.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, I don't think I cursed. I didn't curse. I didn't curse. So, you know, I'm I'm, I'm teaching the next generation. All right. Next on the Jag bag. Um, So a more serious question. Uh, What is the Jaguars biggest need moving towards the trade deadline? Linebacker, offensive line, defensive back tight end team. Um, Does the Dillicle have a prediction? That's why I got went to this one. (laughs) Listen, a guaranteed way to get into the Jag bag question on air is if you hashtag Billicle. I'm just letting you know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, I in terms of prediction of like who I think we're going to trade for. Probably no one. Um, but we've traded for people. I feel like every year since we've had Caldwell in some extent, whether it be like a no name DB or Marcel Darius. Um, if they did trade for a position, I would, I guess the trend would be um, interior D line, like maybe just redo the Marcel Darius trade a six that turns mm-hmm. into a fifth. Um, mm-hmm. If we make the playoffs, because I would say fixing the interior of the defensive line is probably the most important thing in turning it around for the Jaguars. If they get better there, the linebackers instantly get better just at fault. And Minshew's good enough to where if he doesn't get hurt, the offensive line is good enough for him to get shit done. I guess I'm trying to say,
3: yeah, yeah.
1: If they can stop the run, okay. then yeah, Minshew's Minshew's got enough yeah, with this offensive I, line to outscore um, the whole
2: the whole front four right now, man. It's just it's just kind of an anomaly to me. Like I I don't understand it because I uh, I thought it was kind of a obviously an area of strength that we all we all did, and even even on the interior, to your point. Uh, are you thinking more of like a nose or more of a three? Uh, more
1: of a nose. I'm not. I'm. Uh, we're not so, getting. I mean, we got three right. guys there. We got Avery Jones mm-hmm. behind Darius, and then we
2: have what's his name uh, Russell, yeah. right from uh, Auburn, who they seem to be pretty high on. He looked pretty decent in the preseason, right? Or
1: maybe even the answer is, I know that it was, this was about a trade, but maybe they should just give the kid a chance to play. I mean, it can't get any worse than last week.
2: No, you're not. You're not wrong. You're not wrong.
1: All right, the next Jagbag question
2: comes from our guy, literally guy named Phil. Uh, <laughs> and he's got a, a hashtag parent Twitter Jagbag question, crossover question. And it's, if Gardner
0: Minshew were a Looney Tune, which one would he be? Uh, so preface this by saying I had to make sure that I was looking at the right cartoons, the Looney Tunes. Because the first one that came to mind, and I wanted to just confirm he was a Looney Tune, was Yosemite Sam because of the mustache, and that's that's really it—a mustache. Okay, <laughs> that's it. I, yeah, mean, I mean, it. I mean, I mean, I think I, that's the only one I could think of. I like, mean, I don't, I, listen, like all the Looney Tunes are like silly and like bad at what they do, and they're like you know cr- creating all these gaffs. Minchu was like. A perfect so the, quarterback. So right, he's, he's not a limited of
2: Gardner Minshew. Exactly. <laughs> right. The opposite. Okay. All right, moving on. Uh this comes from Jorge, George underscore D, the man, the myth, the legend. It was good to see him this week. We don't see him as often as we used to. Um your first stop after the bar, Waffle House or the strip club? Shout out to Dustin for this question. I'm assuming <laughs> somebody out here <laughs> understands this question because. I don't frequent the strip clubs. Like, I'm not really big into that. Um, I've never been to religion. I've I've never been to one in my life. (laughs) Now, you know who (laughs) loves strip clubs? You know who loves strip clubs? Eric Stone. Made by Tim. Made Made by Tim Tim loves strip clubs. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, definitely. (laughs) When you're listening to this, you guys should all tweet him and ask him (laughs) questions about his favorite strip clubs and, you know, like any advice he has for, um, for for just having a good time at a strip club.
0: Make sure you hashtag so.
1: it, Jack Bag.
0: Yeah, hashtag it, Jack Bag sent me. What's hashtag your Jack Bag? What sent
1: what's me. your favorite strip club, Jack Bag? That's it. That's it. <laughs> uh,
2: so I know I do know. Allegedly, I don't want to because I, I, I although no, actually I have facts. I have facts. I have proof of of one of the homies going to a strip club after the game on 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 Sunday night. Speak on. Um, them. What I don't have proof of is this of this pal uh allegedly when asked to judge the amateur competition that evening um allegedly my friend and your friend uh philip jags <laughs> jags phil jackson phil uh Philip Proust, if you will um he when asked what his name was, apparently he gave my name.
3: <laughs>
2: and so now my good name has been
0: Sully. This would be your government name, I'm assuming. Uh,
2: yeah, I'm pretty sure. I don't know, but again, this is allegedly. This is the secondhand, I was hearing this. Um, and, and so apparently some very fine individuals and some, some, some nice ladies up in the North Carolina area think that I have judged and passed judgment on an amateur competition which i just want to be on the record if any of those uh if any of those exotic dancers is what i call them um if any of those exotic dancers are listening to the pod that was not me (laughs) and if i didn't give you the score that you felt you deserved, then that is not my fault that is on jackson at jackson phil that was him that's it phil with a with a F I L, not with a P H. Just, just, uh-huh. just for the record. Um,
1: all right, so uh, didn't have any Waffle House up there either. Uh, they don't have them there. Yeah, okay. really? So, no, they don't. They stop wow. in South Carolina. Wow. 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 So it's kind of like the opposite that's, of Cookout. That's what I heard someone say in a bar. I don't know if it's true.
2: Okay. Okay. Um, now that you say it, I don't. I don't recall seeing one up that way. So, um, okay. Let's uh, let's let's go with this one. If you guys saw any other ones to add to to, to it here at the end, uh, let me know. But I'm gonna go with our boy Jags Drew at Jags Drew on Twitter. Yeah, buddy. And he said, based off your travels the last two weeks, because we have been traveling the last two weeks. For those that don't listen to the podcast, uh, <laughs> what's something other stadiums do better, and then what is something other stadiums have done worse? Hashtag
0: JAG bag. Solid. You go for it. Okay, so I have a couple things. Um, the number one thing that jumps out on me with this question is obviously food. Um, every time you go to any other stadium at all, the food is um, approximately 300% better than this, the food at, at our stadium. Without question.
1: Um,
0: I also have a couple other ones. The, the main one is cleanliness. General, just overall cleanliness, I feel like other stadiums just feel a little cleaner, especially the bathrooms. Mm-hmm. Um, I did notice that your bathroom behind 124 looked a little fresher this year. but well, that's because y'all have been pissing all over the floor for like <laughs> three or four years. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, and then the last one was just a note that I noticed in the uh, stadium in Charlotte um, was that they had like a mobile order pickup set up like and it said on the side download our app order here and then there was like these basically like lockers that would be keeping the food warm i assume it looked like a little yeah, microwave-ish they were lockers yeah um uh, i thought that was genius i didn't use it to see if it worked uh, but just the concept overall looked uh looked very genius and also shout out to um our segment, uh, our wildly popular segment, is your stadium food better than Buffalo Wild Wings? Um, it's very easy to Yeah, give week. us an update. Give it's, us an update on that. It was very easy with this trip to Charlotte. Uh, they serve Bojangles in the stadium, and it mm-hmm. tastes exactly like Bojangles outside the stadium. So that was an easy, easy W for Charlotte there. Um, so let's uh, – I just want to touch on that for a second because you
2: made a really important distinction there. They <laughs> yep. serve Bojangles – but not only did it taste like real Bojangles, but it was packaged like you were really like you had just gone to a Bojangles. Yeah, everything. right. Like I, I feel like at our stadium, they're like, "Hey, here's some uh, pulled
3: pork with Bonos. On some
2: yeah on some stale chips with some gnarly cheese <clears throat> sauce sprayed all over it." And this is Bonos barbecue, and you're like, <laughs> "You don't? I mean, that I could have gotten that from." You know, I could have got that from station. the yeah, the gas yeah. station. Like, you don't <laughs> really nothing insult. about it says Bono's. Other it's actually an insult to Bono's brand it. that they that they brand. It sort of is, right? So, I mean, I'm just saying, like, anything that we've ever had branded there before, when you take the item, there's no real, like, to my knowledge or my mem in my memory, at our stadium, like, I- I've never been like, oh yeah, this is no, yeah, like. Back when back when Burrito Gallery used to do the taco stand behind 124 there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, it tasted similar to Burrito Gallery, but it wasn't like I was getting Burrito Gallery paper in my little basket. Like, mm-hmm. I, yeah. So, no, it was, I mean, everything about that stadium, man, uh, what it screamed to me was it's been invested in. Uh-huh. And not just now, granted, I was throwing some shade at the people because their video boards are kind of small. I'm (laughs) like, you guys are a bunch of fucking pores. But I think where Shad has invested in the stadium um, is more of a technology and aesthetics and just, you know, kind of raw badassness. Whereas it was really evident that that stadium had been heavily invested into the concourses Mm -hmm. into the concessions and all of those things. Um, you know, I found craft beer a lot more accessible there than even in Denver, which was wild. Uh, they had I didn't grab one even though I thought about it just for this for this particular segment. But then I ran into Solly and he was like, "Segment's a wash. We don't have to do it this week." Look, I got, he's like, "Like you literally said that. you like, I got bojangles and you showed me the bag and I was like, that really is bojangles.' I like, okay. So I don't have to walk around here looking for a bunch of food to uh, to do this. So, um, but I do. They had these like uh, the sausage and peppers they were making. Like that's that 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 junk looked good. Yeah. Um. Everything I looked at. Oh. Oh. This is the other part that I I I meant to mention. Oh, you could get a $5 bucket of popcorn. Okay? $5. And it, I mean, it was a big bucket and it was branded like like your like Tony would like to play with that bucket yeah. and use it at the beach, dude. Yeah. Like a nice little bucket. Yeah. And it was branded Panthers for $5 and it was
1: unlimited refills.
3: Mhm.
2: Like
1: just I don't know everything about that that place. Um, it's the whatever. same man two weeks in a row. Got nine dollars for a soda, free refills. Jacksonville, ten dollars for a soda, five dollar refills. Trash. But um, it is. Uh, I did also have uh, some pulled pork nachos. They were also trash. Um, I felt like I was at home eating them. Um, well, that's on you. Yeah, are not trying something different. Well, I've already been to that stadium before <laughs> and knew about Bojangles. I told them on, like, Saturday about it. But um, it the stadium itself, their music selection in Carolina was awful. Oh, Jacksonville's yeah. music is way, oh, better. Better. Uh, way better. They played zero hip-hop, like, legitimately. Um, the music was so bad that Blake Zona told me how good it was. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm just saying like it was that when he like when he said that I was like oh yeah it really is this is rough but um
2: (laughs) so we got there late though is this true or false I heard that there was a pregame prayer I missed
0: that I missed that too
2: I know we all kind of got in at the same time, but like that's uh, like I legit heard like the whole stadium praise and that kind of freaked me out a little bit. Not because I'm I against mean, religion or anything like that.
1: No, nah, that's just because I got Christian McCaffrey and they're praying to their God. No worries. <laughs> oh, Derry! You mean Derry Sanders? Yeah, Derry Sanders. <laughs> oh my God. That's the
0: greatest nickname ever. <laughs> it was we're gonna, hey, hey, we're going to be praying to Minshew like that next year. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mustache Man.
2: Uh, I was listening to – and I wanted to just rip my radio out of my truck because I was listening to the replay of the Monday night show with Prisco and Maselli, and they were going through all this stuff, and Prisco kept reiterating over and over again, no, listen, Christian McCaffrey is the best offensive player in the league right now. He is the best offensive player in the league. And Prisco, of course, is like, well, other than quarterbacks, you mean. He's like, yeah, sure, other than quarterback. But he is the best – and I wanted to just sit there and be like, are we going to ignore the elephant in the room? Are we, Tony? Like, the fact that we could have went into that game with Gardner Minshew and Christian McCaffrey, <laughs> yeah. right? Like, like, I mean, I feel like everybody's talking about how great Christian McCaffrey was and how he killed us. Not a lot of people are talking about the fact that, hey, yeah, massive miss on our part over here, right? Like, yeah. I don't know. Anyway, that's uh, every time he ran, got loose on us on Sunday, I'm like, yeah, that could be us. Could be yes. a, yeah really good um I'd say worse that they did worse than us there other than the music Dillard touched on that um I don't know if it was worse, but it was the it was it definitely made me feel at home uh the experience getting into the gates was wild it was jam packed the gate we the two gates we tried to go into um and there was no rhyme or reason to it mm-hmm. uh and the stadium wasn't packed. I'm telling you, I felt like I was right at home. Yeah. Like, it took forever to get in. We
1: um so Sally and I walked up together and Sally's actually like pretty good at getting in. Even when people complain in Jacksonville, we don't I've normally never have them, it dude. yeah, we normally don't have any issue getting in.
0: <laughs> I will find the shortest
1: line. But, I think maybe because I'm a head taller than everybody else. Yeah, around. we walked I will find the we shortest line. We walked halfway around the stadium and walked straight in. Yeah. We were there nice. was like four people in front of us and we went straight in and then we saw a Teal Man. And teal, whoa, man!
0: Yeah, shout out to our guy, teal man. Big
1: shout fan, out, I heard making yeah. the trip,
0: but yeah, I, I, I just, appreciate I never that never one have... star, my guy. <laughs> <laughs> I never, I don't know, I never have trouble getting in in Jacksonville either. And I do see the crowds are sometimes wild, but yeah, well, you guys always go sooner than I go too, so that's that true. Yeah, that's part of it, it. That's, that's definitely part of it.
1: it. That's true.
2: Um, but yeah, it was a little, it was a little weird. They, they, but the it g- definitely gates, was a cluster. There's in. no question about that. Yeah. It was definitely a clusterfuck. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And one of the things I noticed too, like, usually for us, like, we go in and right after you come through the gate, they scan your ticket. Well, there you went through the gate and there was like 20, 30 yards and you're yeah, just like, where do a I big go? Now? They yeah. like segmented um, it. Yeah. I think yeah.
1: Jacksonville yeah. could easily fix their issue with entering the stadium if gate three, the gate wasn't right on the corner. If they made a made it halfway in between where the gate is now and where the club enters. So even if you wanted to use that escalator, you just had to walk a little deeper and cut in and walk back and up. It would make everything better. It's or really only a cluster because of two. Or of the just road put there. one
2: there too yep. and have both. No, you're right. Yeah, have both. No, that's,
1: that's the answer, Sally.
0: You're right. Yeah. Have both. <laughs>
1: um, See, I, I want I people think... to get away from that corner, so I'm not giving them the option to stay there. I got you. Okay. That, that's oh, my hey, logistics
2: all right Shotcom. when you get your team you can do what you want
1: (laughs) it'd be more successful than his but anyway keep going
2: oh wow okay well uh we could probably just end it with that one um (laughs) there's a few other ones on here but you know i know we've been running through so shout out to everybody who 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 does hit us with the hashtag JagBagQuestions. questions um you know it is appreciated we like interacting with you guys and most of you come up with some pretty awesome stuff um. so yeah and yet, Any, anytime we don't have a guest we, we, we tend jag to do bag. the jag
1: bag the jag for bag. sure and it was dope the last two weeks here and you guys talk to us about the show and the jokes that we make on this little podcast it's fun yeah. you guys are awesome everyone we got yeah. to hang out with that we had never met before everyone we hung out with that we've hung out with a million times seriously the last two weeks were a great period and I appreciate that no doubt yeah, absolutely. that's why we it was, do it that was why I
0: decided to, on Friday night to drive to Charlotte the next day Feel that just to meet more people like that. Yep, it was it yep. was tight, dude. I right, shout, shout out to our guy DJ Dell for all yeah. his interactions and meeting yeah. him in person too. Yeah. yeah, it was good meeting him.
1: We ate breakfast together. JD Groover was tight. Um, oh yeah, yeah.
0: Bro, we got to meet him. Shout out yeah. to him.
1: Yeah, everyone we met seriously is a blast. Too easy to have fun and glad it's you guys the best are there. part
2: of this stuff, man. It's the best part of this stuff. Or, 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 I mean, not just this podcast, but just like BCB and the in trips general. and yeah. I mean, Dylan, you hit the nail on the head. Like I wish we had had another away game this weekend. <laughs> like uh, it's just it's stressful for me and you know and, and the travel is always kind of stressful but um you know it's nice to sleep in your own bed but man there's just like i legit have more fun at those now than i do at home games yeah but um, yeah. i
0: never thought i'd say that like i never thought i'd say that it's a lot of fun and also i want to give a, shout, a special shout out to my wife for coming to come yeah to, you know. yeah old <laughs> she does not she doesn't get to come out a lot, and people probably think I ever showed up in a closet here. But he it's, does. Fun, uh, it's fun hanging out with her too. <laughs> it was a, uh, it was, it
2: was like uh, a wifey, uh, just kind of uh, like you guys set the wifey spree this weekend. Maybe yeah. Tim brought his as well. Yeah, yeah. So,
1: and JB didn't come. Out. What the hell? <laughs>
2: yeah. Well, he was, you know, he was a wifey. wifey. How have we not congratulated JB publicly?
0: Oh, God, we almost forgot. I'm glad that that we remembered. I'm glad you said JB's name. JB, we got to congratulate you, my guy. What are we congratulating him for? Promise
2: ring. That's a big step. (laughs) Are we not supposed to go public with that? I don't know. I don't don't know. I saw it on Facebook and Instagram.
0: Okay. All right. Congratulations, JB. That's a... (laughs) Congrats, That's Certainly
1: a step. It is. All right, well, till next time. Till next time. Love you, JB. Alright,
2: boys. Love you, JB. Love you, JB.